0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast. part oh, he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
1: Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way,
0: this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly.
1: This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hudge, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy. And he's pulling double duty this week. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloy.
0: Yeah, no, we're both pulling uh, double duty, mate. Big time. Big time. Oh, yeah. There we were at the beginning of the week, and we were like, oh, it's going to be a slow news week, is it? We yeah. did. We, uh, we were like, let's do a nice little deep dive. So earlier on this week, we recorded an absolutely, if, if I do say so myself, a sensational Star Wars deep dive episode. You know we love a deep dive, don't we, mate? You know? Yeah. And this was one that was on the cards for a very long time. And then StarWars.com, mate, Selfishly, selfishly, puts out an article today, Tuesday, the 9th of January, 2024, the Mandalorian and Grogu journeys to the big screen. Oh. How how awful of them to do that. Inconsiderate.
1: I so, mean, I would be, <laughs> I'm you know, I, I'm usually disappointed if we've got a shift around any kind of schedule just because what we do we're we're proud of what we do and the episode we did this week the deep dive is genuinely quality so a bit of me is like oh man I can't wait for you all to listen to it but then you get stuff like this dropping it dropped less than an hour we're talking 49 minutes ago from the time we're recording so this is less than an hour for us to absorb all of this but we deemed it more than more than meaty enough to say look let's put the deep dive out next week this week it's all about the Mandalorian and Grogu.
0: Yes, yes. So, we've moved things about. You're going to be getting the deep dive next week. Usual time. Uh, But this week, why not? Let's just dive in. Things kind of just lined up, didn't they, mate? Like, you'd finish work. I'd finish work at, like, the same time, which rarely happens. And we were like, (laughs) dude, Matt sent me the link to this article. And I was like, mate, I was literally just on the (laughs) StarWars.com article. Right. For those of you that don't know, right? For those of you who don't know, thinking, oh, guys, what, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Star Wars.com confirmed The Mandalorian and Grogu, a film, is going into production this year this is really really significant we're going to break down the article there's a fully written article this really is just a few paragraphs a few lines right but why did star wars put this out now what does this mean for other productions were we wrong a few weeks ago where we were like look what from what we've heard from what bespin bulletin was reporting the mandalorian season four is 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 a season it is not a film right was that information not completely correct well i don't know let's dive into it mate this feels a little bit old school doesn't it too for us mate like for you and i for the
1: sessions right like you know what rise of skywalker trailer do you remember when that came out and we just exactly what i thought of when that came out we were just this is you know back in the old days where we probably did it on skype still and we were like oh come on let's not have our dindins yet because actually no this was about eight o'clock in the evening it was about seven o'clock it's quite late well, late. later than we'd usually jump on. But that's immediately what I thought of. I was like, man, it's like the old days. And this kind of excitement only comes around for me. And I would assume yourself as well, lucky boy. When we get a movie yes. news, when we get a movie announcement. Listen, I love the series. And this isn't going to suddenly be, oh, the, f- the series are lesser. No, I love them. But there's something special about Star Wars on the big screen that elicits that kind of like childlike excitement, we were both so excited, and the first thing we thought of was, "Let's just get on, talk to each other, share our thoughts with all of you listening, and kind of just like have fun with all of you about this news." We're gonna we're gonna take some of your comments as well, kind of sprinkle them in throughout, just to see what the general uh, fan base is thinking about this news. But, mate, when when news like this drops. You, you, we, you have to drop at all the Star Wars fans and start talking about it and do you know what the first thing I thought was mate do you know what the first thing I thought was
0: yeah yeah Come on. this is the way this is the way
1: this is the way, way. <laughs> this, is the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way mate yes mate so to you then to you you, you were already reading this link when I sent it to you obviously it's come out of the blue we're we're working it's a tuesday afternoon and we've got this news what did you think then when you saw the headline and obviously going through this mando and grogu section now what's your initial thoughts on this um huge (laughs) this is absolutely massive
0: Uh, a few top level things the mandalorian and grogu seems to be the title Right, yep. from the article. So, is that going to be the title of the film? Is it going to be Star it Wars? It
1: doesn't say working title when it does. I, w- I would have thought that if this was not the title, they would have just said an untitled Mandalorian film is going into production. They've been very specific and called it The Mandalorian mm-hmm. and Grogu in the press release and on socials. I think it's a title. I think it's title too. Star Wars, you know, colon
0: The Mandalorian and Grogu, right? That's a title right there. That's yep. the title right there. And it's, a, it's, it's, I quite like the title because it differentiates it from the, from the series and kind of establishes them as a duo, as two people. They could maybe move the the timeline along by a few years, you know, and that's yeah, maybe the crossed. significance of Mandalorian season three, that kind of, you know, really good, happy ending. Everything's tied up now come to the mandalorian and grogu film well i still can't believe this this is crazy <laughs> this was posted less than less than an hour ago it's less just quality, than an hour ago <laughs> yes um and also mate my other initial thoughts is i wonder what the implications of this are on other star wars productions um is this filming in california is this filming in london we don't know at the moment <laughs> do it doesn't seem that clear
1: no obviously they we're obviously working off of that Star Wars.com article which was written by the Star Wars.com team as a whole who and that's the first thing i thought was are they going to go volume for this are they going to mix volume location are we going to get a few more um practical effects and stuff like that um i mean it's going into production this year you mentioned that up top that's also hugely important this year is going into production Now, they would have had plans for a season four. And I know we're going to cover that along the way. Like, is this a new season four? So I'm pretty sure if this is season four, then they can rework it somewhat into a film, cut elements out. Like a lot of people said they could have done with Kenobi and other things, you know, cut some things out and make it a film. I do think there's a little bit of reworking going on because, you know, you can't just cut stuff out and stick it on the screen. This is a huge deal so i think i don't think it's as much work as would have been if they're starting from scratch but it's still a, they've still got a lot of work ahead of them especially if they are working towards this dave filoni crossover film which this is not this is directed by john favreau our boy himself john favreau is going to be uh directing this and it's produced by favreau kathleen kennedy and big dave filoni so this is john's film got wickedly enough you know, his right-hand man, Dave, is going to also get his own film to finish up this kind of period of Star Wars, which I think is quite cool that they're both getting their own film. But, yeah, I did wonder how how they're going to film this. I hope they're not going to rush it. And I know I don't want mm-hmm. to sound pessimistic early, but I don't want them to rush it and just do the whole thing on the volume because you end up with that man and the wasp quantumania, something which is noticeably terrible effects for the big screen. I like yeah. to see a little mix-up. Use the volume. Use it. You know, showcase it because it can work expand a little bit and get some of that budget towards location shooting i say mate
0: yes and i think because this is a film this gets film budget mm-hmm. right i suppose i'd assume but so i'd assume so yeah so bigger budget on yep. location practical effects real sets <laughs> right yeah. what it's all about and um you've already hinted at our boy old dave Faloni, fave deloney um wow. who's developing a season two Oh, the, article, the article confirms that. Actually, the last paragraph in the article, in the Star Wars.com article, says The Mandalorian and Grogu will lead Lucasfilm's ongoing feature development slate, including films helmed by shami nobate Chinois, James Mangold, and Dave Filoni, who is currently developing Ahsoka Season 2, among those in the works. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're doubling down. Why release this? Why release this today on the 9th of January? I don't get it.
1: Early bird gets to worm, I guess. There's nothing else going on at the minute. It's a slow month. They've just had the Golden Globes, which was the, the Globes of the Globes. They're, they're, they're cack. Uh, there's not much coming out of that. So the they're, they're, they're Globes are nothing. Um, so they're coming out of that. Now's the time to strike. It's a, January is historically a slow month anyway in films, mm-hmm. in, um, i say pop culture, but because you never know what's going to happen. But I also think that maybe this thing, is going into development sooner than we think. I don't mean tomorrow, but maybe in the next two- month or two. And they just don't want anything to come out beforehand to say any leaks that Oh, this is now a film because we've seen what's happening with the, the whole Lando thing. Is it a film? Is it not a film? This is this this is their prestige property for Disney+. Plus, and, star- and actually, I'd wager this is Star Wars' prestige property at the minute, The Mandalorian. They're oh, going to treat this thing with respect. They don't want any is it, is it, or isn't it kind of thing. This is a film. And interestingly, mate, on what you've just said, the Mandalorian and Grogu will lead Lucasfilm's development slate. So, like, so this is going to be coming out first. That makes me think it it will lead it. It's the, it's at mm. the top. Exciting because that now pushes back the new Jedi Order film, which gives Charmino Baitonoi extra time maybe to work on the film. It might be a nice a nice way of saying we've pushed everything back because this is coming out first. So rather than saying we're pushing everything back, they're just saying, actually, we're going to give you this film and then the rest will follow. I think this is great news. But the fact this is leading it, mate, it's very interesting. Though. Yeah, the timing, I can only think it's a slow news week and they know that and they know this is the time to get traction. And I think they're going to production sooner than we think. I do
0: have a suspicion. I do have Go a on. suspicion now while, while we were just talking about it that obviously over the last... Uh, week, week plus, or few days, I suppose. We've had a lot of, uh, quite frankly, negative press, whether that's fair or unfair, uh, towards Sharmeen Obey Chinoy and her Star Wars project. A lot of uh, quotes being taken completely out of context from a panel conversation from years ago uh, about, yeah, about current affairs in Pakistan. Right, as far as I'm aware, or. Yeah,
1: she and she makes films about activism and uh, and yeah. that's what her documentary films and that's what it was all about.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, I I, th- I think it's something that's been just completely taken out of context. Um, that might be something to do with it. That might be something to do with, to kind of go right. This is gonna yeah m- maybe maybe not maybe not. Um, and yeah, I think that kind of coincides with what you've said that the Ray film is meant to be as far as we know, and as far as, you know, I think a great deal of people um, kind of are aware that the Ray film is meant to start filming this year, yeah? Initially, it was meant to be April. Now it's looking unlikely that it's April. Now, who knows? Maybe it is towards the the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I was listening to, you know, our boy Bespin uh, Mm -hmm. with Jason Ward making Star Wars. Uh, one of one of their episodes, and I think they made the point that Hayden, there's no guarantee that a script will be finished by now. Right? M- it was meant to be, but maybe the strikes and stuff have put it back, and maybe Stephen Knight, who is now writing that script, he's the, he's the main writer on uh, on on the Ray film, the new Jedi Order film. Maybe this has all just been pushed back, and. Yep. If Jon Favreau's sitting there and being like, "Look, I've got the treatment for the story. I have a beginning, middle, and yeah. end. Yeah. This can be adapted to a film." Or maybe the information we got was was old or new. We were right, <coughs> as as a lot of people were, by saying that Disney and Lucasfilm were really considering making Mando season for a film, right? Because the cinemas profitable, yeah. and Mando in the in this in the cinemas is probably. It's probably gonna bring a lot of money in. If I'm being honest, as of right now, and I don't know. This is an initial reaction. We are full of you know excitement. We are full of adrenaline. We love it. We're Star Wars nerds. We love fiends. this stuff. We love this stuff. We love it. But but I, my my initial thought is yeah, this film has has potential to bring in more cash than a Ray film.
1: Um, yeah, right now, if if you're gonna say right now, which one is going to be more profitable? Mm -hmm. a film about the mandalorian and grogu and i think that title is pointedly deliberate it's not the mandalorian whereas rick famuyi were and everyone can say well it could mean any mandalorian this one is the mandalorian and grogu so you know so watch this space in six months time when it's actually about three other characters and not mando but this film is going to be about mando he's a beloved character this geezer has become an iconic star wars character in the space of four and a half years or four, four years basically four and a bit years absolutely and he, he seems to unite people uh the fan base and we have a comment actually on on x kind of picks mm-hmm. up on what i was getting excited about before this is from our buddy katie who says uh firstly this is what i wanted to put up on but i'll let katie say it. to hear the theme song on the big screen come on just to hear that theme song blaring out the cinema. Mm-hmm. But she says, mm-hmm. to be honest, this seems like the perfect movie to get, to get parts of the scattered fandom back together. Kind of similarly to what you were saying then about the timing of the announcement, as usual, the fan base is an absolute cesspool pit half the time. Uh, and Lucasfilm are thinking, well, hold on, we've got good news. How about this? How about this happy bomb? And and they give us this. And also to Katie's point, I do think there are part of people who are, you know, actually authentically, Disillusioned with the franchise because of the quality, they may be not the kind of more psycho elements. Who will probably look at this and think, oh "This is I can get excited for this." It's Mando and Grogu. I like that. You know, Mando. Mm-hmm. The viewing figures will tell you it's still the most popular show in the world, or at least the top three or five. Um, and I think it's very profitable, and I do think it will unite a lot of people. Whether they want to publicly admit it, I think there'll be a lot of people happy that this is going forward and, and John Favreau's directing and Dave's uh, producing. And you know, we know a lot of people love John and Dave together. I do as well. And the idea that they're behind this will excite people. So I think if, you know, again, you ask me now, which film am I more excited for? You know, the prospect I'm more excited for would still be that new Jedi Order film because I think the potential is massive for the new era. When we were talking about season four becoming a film, I was you know, I wasn't particularly keen. I was like, man, let keep it as it is. It works as a series. Just just give it a bit more focus and direction. But I also remember saying on the episode, if it was a film, I'll still be excited. If this is season four, look at me now. Very excited. It's 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 about, mate, you know what I'm gonna say now? It's all about the execution of it. <laughs> oh, yes. It's all about the execution, mate. It, it, if this was a series. Just go in there. Just tweak that script. Make it the best you can for a film. Don't go in with a Disney Plus mindset. Go in with, I want to make a an $800 million return to the cinema for Star Wars film, not a volume-sized Disney Plus show. They've got to go in big, mate. I think this will be more profitable to start with, and I do think it will excite people more.
0: Yeah, massive, mate. Massive. I think you're you're right. I think this has huge potential. Uh, the marketing potential of this is bigger, I mm. think. Um, there's a lot going in its favour, and I do see why they they went for this. I do. It does feel like a reaction to something, though. Hey, you know the fact that less than a year ago we had Star Wars Celebration, and they're like, hey, we've got three fi- three films in 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 the works, right? James Mangold's. Old Republic, right, or like before that, but, um, yeah. Jedi, oh, Jedi BC, whatever we're calling it, right? The uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last Jedi, the the, the first Jedi, sorry. Right, uh, <laughs> right. Too, too excited. <laughs> you got Charmin's Ray film, and then you got Dave Filoni's crossover Mando verse film, right? So all all of the sickets turning up on screen. Mando Endgame, Mando Endgame. Yeah, give it to me now. Within a year we've got another film announced and it is it's on a it's on a
1: Tuesday in January yeah. <laughs> on, on a website for you know? <laughs> so the StarWars.com have posted it without any real fanfare. It's not the most
0: it's not the most luxurious announcement, is it?
1: I mean, yeah, no, you, you are right. Let, let, let's call it what it is. They've literally just stuck it on social media and said, There you go, eat well. But There you go. <laughs> when's the next real event they could have done it at i guess i'm looking at d23 is not till like summertime you've got comic cons but none of uh, a stature i'd say which is big enough to announce a star war uh, mm-hmm. cinema con is not for that well i guess cinema con could have been actually for that um, but that's not till uh, march time so i i just think it's more to i think it's a, uh, like a, a coagulation of a few things i think it's a bit reactionary i also think um the um the fact that it is going to go into production very soon, I think they want to get ahead of that. Um, and I, and I think it's because the other film, the Ray film isn't where it needs to be because of the strikes, not because of any hoopla going on behind the scenes. And this, like you said, was an easy feel, you know, Favreau's like, well, hold on, I'm a film director. I've got a story here. We haven't started filming. I can retool this and make it a two, two and a half hour narrative that feels mm-hmm. like its own thing. and And then, you know That that then answers the question of, well, when when's season four coming out, how does that tie into Ahsoka season two? Are we all going to fit it in before the film? Well, there's your question. We're not getting eight weeks of content. We're getting one big um, episode, essentially one big film. And then Ahsoka season two is being worked on. So I assume that will come out 2026. And I'm guessing this film will also come out in... Oh, man. I mean, well, to so be fair, Ahsoka season two, they've said the story doesn't tie in or isn't going to be picked up by mando season four i.e the film now so they can still release this film before ahsoka there's no need for this to come out after it's so exciting i know mate. exactly (laughs) so i think it will go the mando and grogu ahsoka season two which would be weird going from big screen to small and then that will lead into mando endgame so i think that might be their timeline
0: i just saw Oh, uh, Obi-John Kenobi on the Discord. I've got the Discord open, right? I'm reading everyone's comments. Uh, what's funny is, our uh, just said something oh, really similar to, to myself, actually. He loved it. Um, but yeah, uh, Obi-John Kenobi's just posted a screenshot of our boy Bespin's latest tweet, one of his latest tweets, and he goes, if Lucasfilm released the Mandalorian movie in May 2026 and Dave Filoni's Mandoverse crossover event in December 2026, then that's basically the Mandalorian's equivalent of Avengers Infinity War and Endgame.
1: I thought mm-hmm. there's there's a... Is that right? I, I mean, mean if is that... Maybe. If, if they... Dep- yeah, that's I mean, true. It, you know Dave John has to, I mean Dave John sorry Dave has to work on his film first. He's currently working on season two of Ahsoka. They've again pretty deliberately added that to the bottom of the article. Like you mentioned, yeah. Dave Filoni is currently working on pre-production for Ahsoka season two, not the film. So that's coming first. So Dave would have to complete the entirety of production of Ahsoka season two, and then c- complete the entire production of a film of this size in term in t- in, t- in two years never happened in a million years of Sundays. But um, so I think man, the Mando films probably 2027 20, earliest. I think we could probably see this film coming out uh, again. Speculation. This film could come out as late as next year, uh, late next year, like December, more likely that time best been said though, April, May 26. And then you could have a Soka season two would come in September 26, for example, the film Mm -hmm. would be the year after that's just my the timeline in my in my head but i'd love to be proven wrong and have this film come out early i just don't want it to feel like they've stuck it on the volume rushed it just to get it out yeah i think that's that's the interesting one isn't it the production
0: i wonder i because how these things work you can't just bail on booking a studio yeah, you can't just go. Oh, yeah, we'll use Pinewood Studios for uh, for April till the end of the year. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh no, our film's not going to be ready. To sorry, Charmeen and and Stephen Knight haven't got a script, so we're not going to. Yep. We're not going to get that studio time back. Yeah, like that studio is going to be sitting there, right? It's,
1: it's gold dance as well.
0: As far as I'm aware, anyway, right? I'm not a studio expert. You know, by somebody means, else will snap
1: it up like that if they know it's free. So, you, yeah, it's prime estate. Touche, touche.
0: But I, I wonder if this will be filmed in Pinewood because that's where that's where they are meant to be filming in April. Mm-hmm. Something Star Wars. Originally, we thought we assumed the Ray film, but then again, they've done all of the other Mando stuff in uh, in in Los Angeles, but only in. So, only in sound stages, yeah. Only in uh, the volume stuff, yeah. Not, yeah. not not, big, big sets, not film sets, right? I don't believe that is as common as it used to be in that part of the world, right? And they do do more of that thing in like Atlanta and Georgia, yeah. mostly London, UK, and also, I don't know, like places like Canada and Australia. Canada. Right? So yeah, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Tax incentives. Yeah. That's exactly it. Oh, exactly. mate. This article, this article, right? Um, it started <laughs> <Eased> <laughs> so up it in starts... Oh, I'm loving it. The Mandalorian and Grogu. What do you think of the name,
1: by the way? Are you up on the name? Do you like the name? Uh, first time I, thought, I saw it, I thought it was... Um, when, I, when, I, when I hadn't comprehended it as a film, I thought it was like that Grogu and the Zen Bunny, the, the Zen bunny things. See, mm-hmm. Like a short. Oh, The Mandalorian and Grogu. A new animated short from Star Wars. I thought it was going to be... But then I saw the poster of yeah, Mando and Grogu flying away from this ship that is being blown up, which is just so boss. Um, I don't mind it. I think it's. I, I think, like you said, it differentiates from the show. It's not just called The Mandalorian for me. Hopefully, like I said, just to repeat, I hope it means it's going to focus on Din and Grogu. I love Bo. I love all the other Mand- Mando's out of there and uh, all the other characters. But man, I, I just miss. The almost quaintness of season one when it was just Mando, Grogu, mm-hmm. a little bit of a little bit of um, what's his name, uh, Carl Weathers, and uh, some of the others. But yep. oh, I classic. hope they just cool. stick, to follow those. Have have the other geezers in there, but just follow Din and Grogu make it their story. And the title gives me hope. I don't mind it. I think it's I think it's cool. It's self explanatory. It's going to come, isn't it? Yes. What's the film about? Oh, Mando and Grogu.
0: Yeah, I like the simplicity of it. I like the simplicity of it. And I think actually it's a good choice. If you're going to name a Mando film, something it's recognisable Grogu. for the
1: masses as well. Yeah. Yeah. For the that's people it. who people out there who just, you know, I know lots of people in my circles who maybe are not Star Wars fans, but man, do they love that little green geezer? They love Grogu. So to see a, if they go to the cinema and see a poster, which has the word Grogu on it, they're going to go and see it. If it says the Mandalorian, they probably would do anyway. But man, you yep. put the Mandalorian and Grogu, and you're guaranteeing this boy's in it. People yep. will see that. It's very clear. Hey, look, it's it's a it's cynical, and I love it. Manipulative, and I love it. But you have to do it, mate. Get you put the boy's name on there. People will get it. Go and watch him on the big screen.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. It's Disney yeah. all over. Yeah,
0: no, no, it is. It is. But sometimes, sometimes. Um, you know, the more simple is better, right? Keep it simple, yeah. stupid. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. Such a good uh, ethos to have professionally and creatively, right? Sometimes overcomplicate it. i no, don't, don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, keep it. Yeah. Keep it nice and understandable for the masses, right? And that's what this is. This, this is just the perfect Star Wars film for families, for yeah. Star Wars fans. It's super recognisable, and uh, yeah, as excited as I am for a Ray film and the Ray project, uh, I, this is this this. I think it would be more successful.
1: Mm-hmm. I do now. I think it will think be. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, even when the Ray film comes out, just because. And again, I'm not getting into the real world um, rubbish, but the, 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 you're going to be beset by you know, people on both sides, war on both sides going on Mm -hmm. about this Ray film when all I want to do is just go and watch Daisy on the big screen as Ray and have Mm -hmm. a great time. I'm not here Mm -hmm. for the silliness and that's from everybody on everyone involved. Not here for that but that film is going to be beset by that like The Last Jedi was afterwards and it's almost going to become like a relief when the damn thing comes out. Whereas Mando, I think people are going to be more excited. It's going to be more of an exciting journey. You know Mm -hmm. What's the story going to be? Because like you said, season three ended with such a a nice little um, ribbon on the gift that you know, they can do anything they want now. Is it going to be a two, two and a half hour mission where it's going to lead into the film? Is it going to be something which involves the uh, what happened in Ahsoka? Is Thrawn going to be at all involved or mentioned? You know, that's 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 the exciting things I think of now. It's like, oh, I wonder how it's all going to play out now. Um So I am very excited for the film in that sense. Like story-wise, can't wait. And also, yeah, for the fandom, I think it will be a little bit more of a pleasant place to celebrate and be excited about for for this and, and again i was looking online our boy amon jacobs proper journal mm. amon mm. jacobs Eamon Jacobs. he says seems like season four is out the window then but i am very excited about the possibilities for this but i just really hope they feel more in physical locations instead of over relying yes. on the volume and there's a guy who knows what he's talking about um amon I think, yeah, and that's it, everyone I'm seeing at the minute, I've seen a few people saying they're not interested or boring, but fine, that's understandable if that's what you want. But the majority of people, though, mate, if they're not just saying this is the way, they are getting very excited by this. This is just on Twitter and on Facebook. And I know you've been on Discord and Instagram, but yeah, people seem so far, an hour later, people seem to be excited and celebrating this news. Yeah, which is nice. It's always nice, isn't it? To have all of the love.
0: Yeah, I'm... Um, yeah. Let's let's read Luke Summerfield's um, comment quickly on Instagram. King of Wales. Lad. I don't like it. I don't agree with it, but I accept it. <laughs> Obviously, quite <laughs> Lando from Solo there. This feels like something that's now being released to quash the Chinoy woman Star Wars haters who are adamant to bash the Daisy Ridley movie. Will be at the cinema will I be at the cinema watching it of course but let's hope it's more of the quality of seasons 1 and 2. Yeah, totally agree with that. I do. Totally agree. But, I mean it's hard to say it's hard to say we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't know the reasoning behind this, right? I think if what we were going off of A few weeks ago with uh information from uh jeff snyder um jason ward bespin there were serious talks between lucasfilm and disney that they were they were really considering making season four a film for financial purposes right if you boil it down mate it's a financial move right that is post celebration um So it's probably this has probably been in the works for for a wee bit, and Mm -hmm. dare I say, this is probably more of a Disney decision than a Lucasfilm decision. Which begs the question of: Is this a business or creative? Yeah, is this financial (laughs) Uh, or is this art? Yeah. Now we listen. We love if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, you love Star Wars, right? And you recognise that Star Wars, Star Wars is the Don Daddy of. Pop culture capitalism. Do not get it twisted. Yeah. Do not get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is a ma- straight up, it's a money making IP machine. Yeah. And that's what George created. He became very wealthy from it. And Lucasfilm Star Wars has made <laughs> a lot of money yeah. for Disney. Yeah. Which is a publicly yep. traded company.
1: So yep. I don't know. Thoughts? you bang on mate this is this is all about that pretty green it's all about giving mickey another a house uh in hawaii for another year i think you know what i think it's kind of i'm sev- <laughs> i think it's like 70 30 mate i think 70 percent of it is disney look at this like this will make us a lot of money make it happen but i also think the other 30 percent is them saying man we've got to get these films out
0: mm-hmm. the strikes haven't mm-hmm. helped
1: us because we didn't pay our writers and actors properly we need, you know, the, the the window is closing. So I do think now it's more a case. So I think it's a little bit of if we can truncate this down to a film, which is probably, you know, you look at it and think, actually, it may actually be more work doing that. But then it's one release date, one release window lead. And then Dave can go and do his thing on Ahsoka. And it, and it then means they have a story for the Mandalorian film a little bit sooner as well, because Dave can multitask. He's going to have to. John will be saying to Dave, this is my story. He's producing it. This is this is their story for the Mandalorian and Grogu. Dave, this is your jumping-off point for your film. Start getting to work on that whilst you work in Ahsoka. It just expedites the whole process just that little bit, even if it's by half a year. That is crucial. We I mean, look at the Force Awakens it was pushed back by half a year because you ran out of time. The Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. maybe could have done with that, mm-hmm. but it's. I think so. I think yeah, it's down to. Look, we've lost a lot of money over the last six six seven months because we've had nothing new coming out. How can we recoup that? John, Dave, get that get that green guy on screen and make us some green. And also, I think it just it speeds things up. But yeah, let's not make any bones about it. Disney want money. <laughs> That's what. And Star Wars, ever since Daddy George was Daddy George was in charge, flogging toys at the first opportunity he could and making films about toys, the Return of the Jedi. It's always been about that, and that wasn't a dig, but it's true. Um, somebody's put a GIF of um, Brasso from Andor screaming and smacking that Imperial with Marva's headstone. He's so excited. And that is <laughs> the energy I'm going to be taking into this Mando noose. It's got to be done, mate. It's got
0: to be done. I've actually got an eye on uh, Disney stock at the moment to see if that's uh, Go going up and down. It's hard to tell right now. It's kind of hovering at five minutes past uh, one. What's that? New York time? Yeah, that would be New York. So New York Get stock. A few exchange. minutes ago, yeah. Um, oh yeah, it's just got. It's just gone up. It's just gone up. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on that. Um, Yeah, because I was just thinking, oh, yeah, this is also a decent marketing move for shareholders, isn't it? To keep announcing a steady stream of films for the Walt Disney umbrella of studio releases, right? And Star Wars is, is a big one. It's interesting to... Try and think of the schedule, though, isn't it? To try and imagine, like, when's so when's this coming out? So, I think you can safely assume this is the next theatrical release. This uh, this is yeah. our first big film that's a Star Wars film back in the cinema since Rise of Skywalker in 2019. I hope we get an invite, mate to the london
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i didn't even thought about that but if you straight, straight up, up straight, straight up, up. If if you, well they said it's leading the South slate things. mate so i think they're doing it but yeah like we don't want to we don't want to sneak into a hotel to watch so come on lads. no no dramas if
0: not no dramas either
1: if way not, we'll yeah. be there we'll be there first night anyway won't we um and then we'll yeah, all get we'll, together we'll and be, watch we'll it be so hang,
0: we'll be hanging around leicester square probably at burger king well you know that table in the corner we'll nab that table you and i at front and we'll be like right Reserved. I want to reserve this burger in <laughs> yeah. to Square. Table service. Yeah, we'll get there for like <laughs> yeah. one o'clock. Watch and put up like all of the stage and like the red carpet <laughs> yeah. and that. Oh, make. Can you imagine? And I think with a film, something to consider is that you're more likely to have a more prominent Pedro Pascal, right? Because again, you have got film budget and film budget, so <laughs> it's more yeah. likely. To-
1: <laughs> he'd spend <laughs> he'd more money on pets, right on him well i've actually just got on um, i haven't written many notes for this because as if you guys couldn't tell it is is reactionary as they come or proactive if you will but one of them just says yeah. brendan and obviously brendan wayne is a friend of the show we've had him on a few times we love that guy even though he's a gooner an arsenal fan and you know my mind originally went initially went to i wonder if our boy brendan and the teeth i hope uh, you you imagine they'll still be the mandalorian but mm-hmm. exactly what you've just said, my man, Pedro Pascal, he's a busy dude. He's a popular dude. He's the internet's daddy. His helmet's going to be coming off in the film so they can show Pedro's face. And Pedro, yes, he's too busy to come and commit to the show. But if they say, look, we'll give you an extra couple of million, you're going to be in a film, a Star Wars film on the big screen. Your name's going to be on the poster, top billing. How about it? He'll be there in a yeah. flash. He'll yeah. be in a flash, mate. So, yeah. you know, early prediction is probably the easiest one to lay your money on—is will we see Mando's face? Yes, because it's, it's, it's that Pedro money as well, and Pedro's got a huge fan base. So, but I hope that um, I hope Brendan and Wayne and Latif, by extension, are going to get some decent workout this as well. Um, we will be hitting him up to find out some <laughs> news about when he's going on the stage, <laughs> when he's hit, treading the boards. Oh, didn't he? Uh, didn't he? put out, like, a post
0: recently saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to be, like, well busy soon. You know, I think (laughs) he was with one of his
1: football teams, with with one of his... uh, he coaches go soccer, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, this was in November. So on the 14th of November, 2023, so not long ago whatsoever, right? He goes, only one thing is more exciting to me than the strike being over or season four of Mando getting ramped up. And that is season two of coaching uh, the Lady Lancers over in Los Angeles, right? He loves football or soccer, as you like call it. Um, yeah, he's a good boy. Yes. Yeah, so even in November, it's interesting that he's still referring to it as season four. Right. Sticking to that NDA, isn't he? Or maybe he couldn't. Yeah, maybe he couldn't say anything else. And that this was one of the things that we kind of were using as reference for our episode a few weeks back saying Mando season four isn't a film. Pfft, we were wrong. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, was, pin. Yeah. that was a general news episode and we were going off of like other people too. Right. We got off. of.
1: Best it just sounded like, so like, mental as well. Like the idea that they would convert the one of the biggest series in the world of the last five years in and change the format. But the strikes if you know any of the things that came out of it one of it is unfortunately mm. disruption to the schedule that's a that which is you know obviously part of the course for a strike but um and i think that has twisted their arms a little bit in terms of what they're gonna do but um i think you're right yeah i'm just i'm just going through some of the some of the comments everyone looks very excited our boy alex damon he's loving lifestyle mando and grogu are getting a movie. It's it's the theme, mate. I can't wait to hear that theme on the big screen. You see the Lucasfilm logo, mate. The lights go off, the screen's black, and then suddenly, Oh, because oh, this because this ain't. I don't think we need. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> I'll cry on your shoulder. I don't think we need to start speculating about. Oh, is there going to be a crawl or ah oh, Star Wars main theme? No, no, no. This is going to probably actually this will probably open with Mando doing something really badass in in a cantina like season one did, and then bum and then we're all going to go mental. grogu's going to do something wonderful. We will do the magic hand thing. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait, mate. Honestly, I'm getting excited now. Just the more the idea of the 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 excitement of like first day, first day of release. You know, let you know, ignoring any kind of premieres, premieres or anything like that, but yeah. day one release. Like like it was for the sequels, man. Going to the cinema, full of excitement. You know you're going to have fun because it's Mando and Grogu. You're going to hear that theme song. You're going to hear this is the way and all some all this cool stuff. It's exciting, and I also think, to so like you said, mate, to kind of circle back on that. This was an easy win for Lucasfilm. They they've got a treatment. They can get this one done much sooner than they can any of the other films on their on their list, and also it should. And I use that word in capitals, should be a crowd pleaser as well. It's almost like a no brainer. It is, isn't it? Now, in looking at it now.
0: It is a no brainer. It is a no brainer. And it's interesting on threads, we put the social post out, right? We put it all on Everything X and Instagram. We love and uh, Can't Stop Serenity 97 said, this one will actually get made. So that's <laughs> a good sign. And look, we can all admit Lucasfilm isn't the best at following through with announcements, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, even now, it, it sounds ridiculous, but even now, I'm, i it's, it's, it's reassuring. It's nice to see that at the bottom of the article you have James Mangold still there. Do you know what I mean? After,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but not no Sean Levy, no Taika Waititi, nothing mm. like that. It's just a three day mm-hmm. announcement. So. Mm-hmm while those things are still bubbling away in some form of pre-prod, they're not acknowledging them still. They're not 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 acknowledging them by saying they're cancelled, but it is just these are our three films and this one. No Lando. No Lando film being mentioned, yeah.
0: Oh, mate. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but out of all of the projects, I, I see where Can't Stop is kind of coming from, right? I see where this person's coming from because... Uh, it, it, the, the, this being announced, I go. Oh yeah, this will be made. This will be made. This. They got. They got to continue the story. Whereas with other things, there's not always that guarantee, is there? There's not always that concrete feeling of always oh, is there, isn't there? Is there? Isn't I there? Hate that. I yeah. do. I do. I'm. St- I. I still truly believe we're going to be getting a Ray film. I think Sharmi No is here to stay. Um, 100%. whether her work is good enough or the writing is good enough that they won't swap people out, they'll do that. They'll do that. So I don't think anyone's job is secure at Lucasfilm working on a Star Wars project. The the, the people who are at the safest, uh, who are in the safest places, are John Favreau and Dave Filoni. No yeah. doubt. No for better no worse, doubt.
1: We'll say that as well because there is. Who? So if, say for better or worse, oh, because there sure. are also people we know. People for like this. Eve, our, our boy Eve St Nine Double O One Nine, who's <laughs> not the biggest Filoni fan because he is. You know I don't. Want quote him too much but paraphrasing he thinks that there's too much fan service and there's like like me that dave doesn't bring enough original ideas to the table it's just rehashing you know all of his old ideas and bringing his old mates back on screen which is great but um yeah but when it but when it comes to mando and the grogu movie you know we know what we're going to expect i think i don't think there's going to be too many surprises with this film um which is what I'm excited about. But no, yeah, you're right. The The only two of real security is is John and Dave. And this is coming from just historically Lucasfilm being Lucasfilm over the last 10 years. We've seen directors being hired and fired, writers being hired and fired. This isn't, oh, Mangold's not good enough. Obey Tanoi ain't, ain't up to scratch. Simple fact is people have lost their job throughout in Lucasfilm, and they will fire you if they don't think you're doing a good job. So hopefully it doesn't come to that. We'll see. But this one looks more like the... The bang on um to be released, and our mm-hmm. girl Tilly B, Matilda Backland. My kids are going to love this, and that is it, isn't it? So I've seen a few people saying that as well. That, and you said it. You know, this is going to be one you can go and see if your kids. My kid is going to love the idea of seeing Baby Oda on the big screen, and it's it's that four quadrant thing: kids, you know, teens, middle age, or normal normal age like us, and the old folks like like the parents and all that. They can all go and see this and enjoy it because it's for everybody. Um, other than Jamie Richards, who hopes this is a working title, he doesn't like the title, but yeah, <laughs> classic Jamie Richards in it. But um, yeah,
0: that's that's yeah. what I'm
1: interested about as well. What do people think about the title? If this is the title, and what's people's thoughts on it? Because we don't seem to mind it; we quite like it. Uh, Jamie's the only one I can see who really isn't a big fan. Is there anyone else that you've seen or uh, that isn't a fan? What of the
0: title? Yeah, or just of of the project in
1: general. Yeah, have you seen any pushback on the title at all? I haven't. It seems to be only no. Jamie who's kind of saying he hopes it's a different title just
0: um yeah no just jamie at the moment just jamie at the moment i can't see any any classic others, jamie maybe. um look the the article goes on to say directed by john favreau and produced by favreau kathy kennedy and dave filoni the mandalorian and Grogu will go into production in 2024 and Ooh. we've got a quote from Favreau that says i've i have loved telling stories set in the rich world that george lucas created he goes on to say the prospect of bringing the mandalorian and his apprentice grogu to the big screen is extremely exciting mm. another little reference to georgie boy there
1: yeah, you've you got, you got to pay the piper, haven't you? If you mention George, Classic. you're going to get a few like, claps. People loved that, don't they? Uh, yeah. I've got a quote Ooh. from... Yeah, I know. Oh, he said George. He said the thing. Um, yeah. the, um, this is on the Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter from an article by Aaron Couch and Boris Kitt. Just a little quote from Kathy Kennedy says, John Favreau and Dave Filoni have ushered into Star Wars, two new and beloved characters, and this new story is a perfect fit for the big screen and it also says solid. this this news solidifies Favreau and Filoni as the most important writers and directors in the Star Wars galaxy. That's the Hollywood Reporter, not Kathy Kennedy's words. But uh, Kathy Kennedy's saying, you know, it's the, the these new characters John and Dave have given us are, you know, they're legendary now. And this new story is perfect for the big screen. So they, you know, if, if I'm going to take that at face value, it's a narrative screenplay written for the big screen. I kind of wait to see what the story is and you know what they're going to pull out because you know there's going to be i don't mind being serviced as a fan because you know there's going to be a few things for us to cheer about in the cinema that's also what i'm excited for don't go overboard but i can't wait still can you imagine i don't know mate just seeing mando and grogu the first time on that big screen and we've seen you and i've seen mando and grogu on the big screen um at the mando season three finale premiere and a lot of people joined us that celebration when we saw Mando on a big screen for the penultimate episode of season three, so it's you know we've seen it before, but that was forty minutes. This is going to be a full on narrative. I'm hope I'm assuming, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say they will get Ludwig Johansson in to do the score. Yeah, incredible. Some of the work he did last year. You look at Oppenheimer. The man is gold. Get him on everything when it, uh, that you can do. Um, yeah, star power. There's going to be people who are going to want to be in this film as well. Um, and I do think there's going to be a few surprises, but it's just, just so we don't also forget about that at the bottom of the article. It does say, and I know we have mentioned it, but it's it snuck in that Dave is doing season two of Ahsoka. We're saying that this film announcement was pretty low key and underwhelming. If you will, you know, the, the, the final 10 lines of a, of an article says, Oh, he's also developing Ahsoka season two, you know, that, you know, what do you feel about that announcement as well? Because it's been overshadowed quite rightly, by this film but you know are you excited now to finally know that season two's coming for ahsoka oh mate goes without saying didn't it
0: goes without saying give me some ahsoka give me some give me some crossover goodness give me that dave filoni mando verse film and everything he loves it. i just hope i hope there's a plan give me a plan give me a cohesive story yeah i just hope that this isn't just a rushed decision and i hope that this is this is for the better of the franchise right it's for the best of star wars um and maybe maybe it is i think there's a good chance it is
1: yeah we know that they haven't put a release date or they haven't said we are scheduled to release this in 25 or 26 they haven't even said that it's just production this year you know smart smart they're not Jumping ahead of themselves and saying it's coming out next year or nothing. So I like that aspect of it. When do you think uh, uh, an Ahsoka season two
0: would come out? You you did float an idea earlier, didn't you? That you, this I would come out first, an Ahsoka season 2026,
1: two. 2026, I think. My head canon would be that this film would come out, similarly to what Bestman would say, but I'd swap some things out. I'd say this would come out come May 2026, Ahsoka season two, late 2026. And then the crossover event film, 2027, give that, you know, a year or more, like give that December, 2027. Uh, and then it gives all, oh, I mean, yeah, that'd be right. Or you can bring out the crossover in May. So you've got a May, December, May, which may or may not work, but it keeps that mm-hmm. story tight. That's what I think. It, it all depends how long it takes Dave on production for Ahsoka. Yeah. He could get it out late next year, but it depends on what the schedule is. We know Andor's coming out next year. Um, Mando season four is assumedly off the table now. So that frees up some space. We don't know what else I don't think is coming out next year. uh, Unless they announce something. One of my predictions for the year was they'll announce a new series. They've gone and announced a new film. So they've topped me already, but maybe they'll say, well, we're not doing Mando season four. Let's do Boba Fett season two, or let's, let's do something else to stick in that. Um, We'll see. But I think 2026 will be a big year for the wars. I think, I think season two of Ahsoka will come out. And this film will come out, and that's just based on very quick calculators in my head. But I'm excited for season two of Ahsoka. I just hope it's a little stronger towards the end than season one was, and I hope yeah it feels a little bit more focused uh, on its story, shall we say? Yeah. Um. Let's go off
0: of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Quick, right? Principal photography began for Episode Nine in August 2018.
1: That's mental.
0: Mm, in Palmer That's Studios. Crazy. That, that came out a year later. Wrapped in February 2019. Um, yeah. If this does begin in April, they can get out late next year. They can do. Yeah, December December
1: 2025, mate. They can oh, do. Yeah. And then you've could got you be a soccer. I, I would be, mate. If, 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 if they could get it done properly. They've got plenty of lead time to do it. And then Ahsoka 2026 and then the film whenever, but the, the Mando crossover mate, I'd be well up for a December, 2025 slate. Um, if they can do it. And again, like you said, if they have, they got a plan, you, you got to imagine this. You won't, well, It's it's a business. This has been spoken about behind clone doors for a while now, including production level things. John, where do you want to film this? Oh, well, I'd like to do some on the volume, but I'd also like to film in this location and I want to travel here. Right, okay. We're going to need this amount of time. You you want to imagine that that's being done or being done right now. If so, if they've got all their ducks in a row, mate, assuming there's a smooth production and everybody's schedules line up, Mm-hmm. There's no reason why this couldn't come out at the end of 2025 because it's not like Tross where you had a year to get the film out and market it and reshoots and everything. This you'd almost have two years, but it does say it's filming in 2024. So that could be at any time. They could do it. They could do it, but I don't want them to rush it. It's the same with, uh, or it's
0: similar with uh, The Force Awakens, which began in April 2014. I see. And came out. That's a mirror. If 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 this begins filming in April 2024, that's a decade mirror between the two projects, isn't it? And originally, yep. originally they wanted that to come out in May yep. 2015. 20, 2015, right? So, yep. 2020, 2025.
1: Mm. It I think this be is dumb.
0: doable. I think this is doable, man. I mean... This is definitely the first film coming out, isn't it? Out of the cinematic slate, hundred percent.
1: Again, it says it's leading Lucasfilm's ongoing feature development slate. That's what Star Wars has said themselves. It's leading it, and I'm not an expert on language by any means. But when something's in the lead, it's up the top. It's number one. So I think this Mm -hmm. has got this will be released first, and they can also retool it. They've got the, they've got the actors they wanted for season four nailed down to contracts and potentially their schedule as well. Doesn't, they may not need all of them. They may, may need more, but uh, for the Mando actors, uh, Latif and Brendan, for people like Kyle Weathers, who'll be coming back and Katie Sackoff, I assume, and all the other gang, they've already got them for, they would have already got them for a certain part of this year for what they thought would be season four. I imagine, surely, they were supposed to do season four this year. They've got their time booked out. Yeah. So that's all. That's already started. They may need to do a little bit more wiggling. and Say, look, we're going to need you for an extra week or two. Can you sort it out? Yeah. But it is a lot easier because they know who the main character. They, they the casting is already done. Apart from whomever knew they want to bring in. That's that's the thing. It's not like the new Jedi Order or Mangold's film, or whatever, where they have to, you know, Stacey Ridley aside. It's a whole new cast they've got to line up schedules with. This has already been done ahead of time, I assume, or at least yeah. the understanding is that they're doing a season four. So the guys in this cast know they're coming back. So there are things in its favour which make me think, yeah, this could be fairly smooth. And I don't believe there's really been any issues with the Mandalorian, uh, the production of it anyway, you know, anything other than, you know, somebody spilled their coffee on the volume and they've got to mop it up or something. But, <laughs> you know, I, I can see it being a pretty decent um production. I just hope, beyond all hope, that they do shoot on location or they find a way to utilize the volume in a way where it doesn't look like the volume because again, I'm not not to hearken on it, but Ant Man Quantumania looked one of the it's one of the worst looking digital films I've ever seen in my life. Same. Because it looked like the volume. And on the big screen it really that you know those edges really showed we say we say things about Kenobi as well those edges really showed but I can't you cannot have that on the big screen I, I will never sit there with my um flat cap on and you know I'll oh, be entitled like an entitled fan but I am now I cannot I cannot have a Star Wars film come out that looks you know the co- levels of quality we saw for like Ant-Man or even Kenobi I know there was COVID issues but on the big screen, the big screen return, it has to be polished. It has to look good, mate. That's my only concern. But, you yeah. know, John has worked on many f- things before which aren't always on the volume. So it's not like it's a new thing for him to go on location and work. So fingers crossed. But that, that's my only kind of real f- fear, if you will, for the film so far. We, you know, we're nearly two hours into the news. But my only real fear is, is it going to be volume heavy just so they can get it out? Um, or are they gonna? Is it gonna have a bit more time and love put into it? And I use that for want of a better phrase, love, but you know, a bit more yes. scope.
0: I hear you. I hear you completely, mate. Completely. A boy from Scotland, Matt Kane, ninety eight, said crazy news came out of nowhere as well i know it's rumored but nice to get the official confirmation i can't wait we all know it's leading to the crossover movie directed by dave Filoni. also seeing ahsoka season two officially in development is very exciting what a time to be a star wars fan mando and grogu have become the most iconic one of the most iconic duos in all of star wars now so to see them on the big screen is a massive win i'd say that one of the most iconic duos in popular culture, right, in recent history, in modern- recent years, yeah. In, yeah, in, in, <laughs> in the modern era. Like, and, and I think that's the thing here, isn't it, is that it is such- a crowd pleaser. And even when the Mando season three wasn't as good as its prior seasons. And that's something that you and I both see eye to eye on, right? There are great episodes. There are weaker episodes. And yet, and we always say this, we've said this in previous, previous episodes, yet there is something about it. There is a je ne sais quoi. There is a magic when they're on the screen. It works. It feels Star Wars. It feels Star Wars, it's and in a lot of it is magic, mate. And um, I totally get the decision. I totally get the decision. I hope it's the right decision. I hope that this isn't just look. We wrote season four and uh, changed our mind. We're going to earn more money by doing a film. That that realistically is what's happened. Mm-hmm. Does that mean? Does that mean it won't be good? No. It could be exceptional. If we look back at season three, we might even look at that and go, do you know what? That
1: probably could have been a film. That's just probably what I was thinking, mate. Might have been better as a film. <laughs> Everyone has their different opinions. It's, it's subjective as they come. It's art. But I know, and I'm not just talking about Jack Black and Nizzo because we got to see Mando kick a droid. But um, there are episodes in that where I think you could have condensed that into like the battle for Mandalore, for example, just made it all about taking Mandalore and taking some of those, lesser episodes maybe condensing Mm -hmm. them down Mm -hmm. into um plot beats whereas the wider story is just them taking back mandalore and end on that big old battle we got in the um season three finale so but you know that didn't happen if it means we're going to get a streamlined story which leads into ahsoka which leads into the film i'm all for that mate and uh th solomon books on x.com says it'll be so fun to see star wars on the big screen again you're too right curious what this means for the future of the tv series is it done if not would future seasons pick up from the movie also pumped to see an ahsoka of season two slipped in by star wars that's a great point actually mate that is a bang on point by papa solomon there is mm-hmm. that you know they've taken season four and they're putting it on the big screen what does that mean for the mandalorian going forward is, is that it which would, would a season five be a season again is this the last season before they go into the film obviously we don't know what's going to happen in the film he might he might pop his clogs but can they now go back to doing like seasons of mando yeah. after this <sighs> who knows Th mate you've, <laughs> you've done knows?
0: us here is <laughs> that it's a good point it's, it's a, a good, good comment i don't think lucasfilm knows i don't think Disney <laughs> I think <knows>. that's it <laughs> That's the truth, isn't it? We're all thinking, "Oh, yeah, what's the plan here?" And they're like, "What's the plan?" And the truth is, mate. The truth is, when we look at history, you know, creatives don't always know what they're doing from 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 the start. Do you know what I mean? Well, of course, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like it's divinely (laughs) inspired. Do you know what I mean? Like, they are all creatives, all writers, all filmmakers, all TV creators. They all start from somewhere and they're not 100% sure where it's going. Succession has been in the news a lot lately and a lot of people have been going, hey, with this TV show, is that, is it? why did you end it as season four? Because quite frankly, especially from American standards, to choose to have a last season at season four is actually quite unusual. Yeah, uh, British yes, shows—they'll yeah. go. Ah, oh, you know, a bit bored of this. I think it's time to wrap it up now. I want to move on to something else, or yep. yeah, you know, whatever. Whatever. Not always, but whatever. American shows it's like, oh yeah, this this sounds a lot of money. Pff, let's keep let's keep milking it. Let's yeah. keep doing this. Did that with the American Office, right? Really interesting comparison between you know different media landscapes yeah. in in the US and the UK, right? Because that came from the British Office. The Americans went, hey, we can do something similar and. Right, it good. created its own thing, but it went on too long. Went on too. It's the classic thing. Yeah, keep doing it.
1: Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, just no. Not for me, at least.
0: And I think the, if you're going to ensure the longevity of something like Star Wars as a mythology and as a storytelling device, you need to move away from set... Eras that we're in already, right? Which is why it's refreshing to have something like The Acolyte coming out mm. this year, set in a new era. But always, uh, you know, a part of me was always thinking, "Hey, a new film. It would be lovely to have a film that's set like a thousand years after the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We're getting a Ray film. I'm really excited for that. But part of me is like, ah, oh, I would like something just really Fresh. removed from from that. Yes, stop, blank canvas, mate." blank canvas and the the, the the setup of the star wars universe lends itself to that yeah they're trying to do that with like wizarding world stuff aren't they they're trying to bounce around create this huge timeline doesn't work as well in star wars mm. it's a galaxy with light speed with <laughs> aliens with yeah, it, trees it, it the, lit- planets. the literal the physical landscape lends itself to huge storytelling yep. and so don't box yourself in don't box yourself in. This is one of the franchises that can survive, you know, in, with, with years to come if they want, if they play their cards right. So this has to land. This, this really has to land. And I think really the, the, the first Star Wars film, the first Star Wars cinematic experience since The Rise of Skywalker, since 2019, has to be a good one. Has to be a good one. And I think Disney, Lucasfilm, Kathy, they know that and they've gone, yeah,
1: Mandalorian and Grogu. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's and, do it. And also John and Dave, let's do it. They've gone Mando, Grogu, John and Dave. They know they've got to hit it out of the park. They know that they have to appease the fan base. I hate the fact that the fan base has to be appeased because I know people say this belongs to us. Star Wars doesn't belong to us whatsoever. Um we're mm. just along for the ride. Um mm. we can be we can be st- shareholders almost and stakeholders and say, Oh, we'll I would love to see this, but at the end of the day, they have to appease the fan base because it is what it is. It's not just Star Wars. Every fan base is wild and fractured. But um, yeah, I think they've gone for the best possible option they can do if they want to get bums in seats. And whilst I agree with you about keeping things fresh, I've been saying that so much recently. Give me something new, something Mm -hmm. new, which is new canon, new lore, mysticism, whatever. By giving us something which is so recognizable it's almost like they've set themselves up for they'd have to work twice as hard to make this a failure i think then to make this a success it doesn't even have have to be the best film of the year doesn't even have to be the best star wars film but they'd have to really work hard to make it a disappointment or a boring film and that's what that's what worries me but at the same time if John and Dave, if, if there's one thing they do, it's they know what Star Wars fans want. Whether it's to the detriment of the story or annoys some people in the fan base, they know what the fans want. They know that they like characters popping up or references or Luke Skywalker turn up or something. They know all this stuff. And I do whilst I think that most of that would be saved for the crossover, they know that in the film they can drop in another they can drop in Boba Fett or something like that and chuck stick Boba Fett in because people are gonna get excited about it. Have Boba Fett rough some people up win you know people will be talking about they know they they've got that in their back pocket the ray film the mangold and that don't necessarily have that even though they're going to be a little bit more fresh certainly the mangold one so this one's a i don't know it's got more on its side to make it a win mate um yeah i'm just gonna still going through socials. everyone seems happy maxine park who is the trailer producer over at disney she just said this is the way Maxine we're looking forward to you dropping an absolute belter of a trailer probably next year but uh yeah don't (laughs) let us down Maxine this is the way but everyone seems very excited you know there's a few naysayers but um nothing wild like I'm not seeing anything which makes me think oh shut up it's just some people just aren't as excited as we are. It seems like most people are Stephen Stanton, who's obviously done so many voices in Star Wars and mm-hmm. Rebels, Clone Wars. He did Old Ben as well in Rebels. Said good news for fans of Star Wars and the Mandalor- Mandalorian. Um, he's probably thinking, "Oh, you know, give me a job, lads, get, get me in it."
0: <laughs> yep. yeah, big time. He's probably yeah. thinking, "Wee opportunity Cha-ching! and Whitworth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. work." No, no, no. This is this is it, it, joking aside. This is a huge opportunity for a lot of creatives in this field, right? Movies. Films, bigger budgets, more opportunity, right? And that's good for creatives, for artists. That's a very good thing, right? Um, Originally, in May 2026, we were going to have that um, Star Wars film, right? That was always slated for a Star Wars film. Uh, Yeah. In the latest iteration of the Disney schedule, which I think is – Probably gonna be shifted around to accommodate Marvel changes, Lucasfilm changes, Pixar Disney. Because Disney themselves, I think, are taking a step back and going, I think we need to rethink a few things. I think we need to change direction of this. Think we need to change even at some in, in, in some cases our messaging in, in our content here. Yeah. I think we need to do this, do that, to to try and appeal to a wider audience. And yep. um yeah, I could I could see. That May twenty twenty six date being Mandalorian and Grogu, or a December twenty twenty five date, and then that means originally we did an episode about it months ago when when yeah. when this came out that December twenty twenty six was going to have a Star Wars film as well, so it's two Star Wars films in one year. Now, if that is, we we alluded to it earlier with the best tweet, yeah. If that is kind of like a part one and two Mando
1: theatrical experience <laughs> mm. that could be cheeky couldn't it it really could be it's just obviously where ahsoka fits into all that because I'd, I'd love to have i'd love to have that one two three smash of mando film season two of ahsoka mando film may oh, september December. but would that be too but would that be too much though would it be like oh i need a break Maybe. from all this filth That's i don't what- know you know, we we say I'm that we'll smiling. Be sitting- yeah, smiling, mate, we're smiling i'm so we're sitting here like we've got content for days of aster case we we're, we're in business for a while now I mean, yeah. actually this has given us plenty to talk about your your dirt bags over at lucasfilm but yeah good shout though mate because before we were saying not just us but people we were saying that two films a year is that mm-hmm. too much or two films within a certain period of time at least you know is could you get fatigue but if it's a plan like this, w- w- that sh- would that change your mind? Then, if it was essentially, yeah, Mando Part One, Mando Part Two, almost does that? Yeah, make you a bit more. Yeah, uh, I think that makes con- it con- way con- more feasible.
0: Yeah, because it, it it would feel a lot more like a Part One and Two, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah, unofficial na- Part nat- One or Two. Yeah,
0: naturally, and the uh, the analogy and the comparison um, with Infinity War and Endgame is actually a decent one of that. Yeah, it's a decent one yep. and arguably you can say well you know it worked for them and uh, you know we've done a whole episode on this as well not always the comparison between marvel and star wars is appropriate or or in fact good yeah but yeah. it could could really really work um listen mate we've got loads of loads of comments uh yeah. loads of thoughts generally Seems to be positivity. There d- does seem to be a couple of people that aren't that hyped. Lukey Boy Summerfield said, look, this is the first time. I've, I've not really felt that hyped for a film announcement. Eve saying, look, not hyped. All right, I guess. And Goodman even saying, I'm not sure this is the right decision. Like, mm-hmm. I, d- I don't like the title. Um, Sif Slayer Mo saying, Bad. sorry, same for me. Stupid movie said, actually. <laughs> um, and that's fair enough. Yeah, totally get it. But but the 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 general consensus seems to be positivity. And I think the most for me, maybe the most poignant one is actually classic Tilly B, classic Matilda. You read that out earlier, the comment from Matilda earlier, right? Yep. Um about saying at the end of the day, I'm gonna be in the cinema and it's gonna be a hit with my kids. It's gonna be crazy. Big yeah. with my kids. And you think of it from their perspective, you know, the generation of children that are coming up now going to the cinema, their first time in the cinema, The Mandalorian and Grogu. Star Wars, the Mandalorian yeah. and Grogu. Old, I mean. Mate, that's it. Could you imagine them sitting in the cinema thinking, yeah, this is this is this
1: is this tight. Is, this is, can you imagine us sitting in the cinema every time am, a, if, this is the way we're going, oh yeah. Um no, I, yeah. listen, I get what the what the guys are saying on across all the socials about whether this is a stupid move, whether it's the right move. And listen, when when the rumors were flying about that this was going to be um season four as a film, I too wasn't overly hyped. I didn't think it's the right move. But um having taken you know what we've said into consideration and, you know, the money side of it, the time yeah. side of it, the schedule, they what, they've got this slate, they're sticking to it. I, I think this was this is the way to use, to use a, a pun there. I think this is the right thing for them to do. And given how season three was received by me, at least I don't mind the idea of a streamlined story. It's just now what are they going to do with the character going forward? But overall, mate, very excited and very pleased to get some more movie news. Yes,
0: mate. Yes, mate. Well, this has been a little bit more old school for the old sessions. Yeah. If this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. Please leave us a review. Please be kind. Yeah. No worries if not. Drop us a follow. We drop shows every Wednesday, usually. Today, yeah. I think we're, we're, we're mixing up a little bit because why not? Major, this is major news, right? Last time we it did something big like boy this news. was at Celebration on the Friday when we were like, yeah, let's drop yeah. our reaction. On the fly as well. To the Lucasfilm panel, right? And then we'll let it sink in. I'm sure we will all let this news sink in get other people's opinions, other people's thoughts. Maybe yeah, we've not mentioned something that's, you know, obvious that we kind of missed. I can't wait to dive into it, mate. I can't wait to hear different people's opinions on this. It's going to be sick. It's exciting. There is spice in the air, mate. Um, but I think we're going to close this out, right? We're going to close out this cheeky episode. Yeah. It's like, you know, last minute <laughs> episode. And you're going to get our deep dive and your Patreon questions and a game next Ooh, week, you know, with the usual spiel.
1: Yeah, we've managed to take a very small uh, paragraph and make an hour and 12 minute episode out of it. So, yeah, like Luke said, if this is your first episode, it's not usually quite as open as this. It's usually a little bit more structured and, dare I say, very, very dirty and very tidy. But we love doing these episodes where we just get on and just (laughs) just just chat. We just shoot the old galactic breeze like we used to do in the old days. But yeah, like you say, that's going to do it then for this impromptu episode Mm. of Star Wars sessions. Mate, the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can everybody out there in the world find us, Master Blywalker?
0: They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on X, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, threads. Just search Star Wars Sessions. We've been reading all the comments out today. Be involved. You can be a part of that, mate. You can be a part of that. No brainer. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email address. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk uk you can support the show further at patreon.com forward slash star Wars sessions bonus content watch alongs it's all on there two bucks gets you into the club you can officially become a sessions sickhead patreon.com forward slash star Wars sessions it'd mean
1: the world well, I look good in a T-shirt, that would. Uh, mm. If you want to support the show for free, you can do this. Leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. All the good ones, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to helping the show get bigger and bigger. It gets new listeners in, and it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week.
0: Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok. <laughs> tell yes. your nearest next-generation Star Wars cinema-goer. <laughs> tell your cousin, the more the merrier, <laughs> the castle spicier.
1: Yes, tell your nearest Pedro Pascal, Stan, oh. that this is the way. But until next time, from me, see ya, And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke.
0: Luke. <laughs> yeah, come on. Fon Javro. Had to be. <laughs> I think we've done it before, but, you know, we, yeah, it's, you know, it's someone's worth done it. it. Dave's not directing this one, he's directing the next one. You know it. you love it. Long life, Yeah. Yeah. They are Essex
1: based podcast heroes.